The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast this is your twice weekly progressive politics and social justice podcast where i can't believe we have to fucking say this we're not journalists there was a (laughs) disclaimer at the beginning that says no we're not not. (laughs) this is for entertainment purposes only all stated opinions are ours alone we're not a fucking news service if you're getting your news from us don't (laughs) (sighs) well better here than anywhere else so we're we also have a we have a mean atheist streak and we're currently hailing from america's most quirky theocracy utah you know the state where and this is a thing that's on the law books here you may not walk down the street carrying a violin in a brown paper bag in salt lake city Fucking want to know the story behind these laws. I want to know that law so bad. I <laughs> try tracking that down. Good one. There is a it's store. right there with the trombone guy. <laughs> <laughs> the public auctions with the trombone. Right. God damn it, the state Wait, is weird. We know weird. the story about whale <laughs> hunting. There, there, had whale be, <laughs> there had to be a musician on the street that pissed somebody off. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where they had to legislate it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I'm X and I'm your host for this magnificent show. And joining me this week once again are Felicia Entwistle and Kyle Steen Blake. Welcome back everyone. Hey, hey. Oh, happy to be here as always. Uh, I'd ask what you guys have been up to lately but we we already know what we've been up to this week and we're not <laughs> talking about it. So <laughs> I did okay hold on Five hours of pole dancing. God damn. One hour of silk hammock and one hour of exotic floor work. So your, was your muscles all jelly after that? Oh my <laughs> god, dude. I crashed at nine last oh. night. Like <laughs> I was like fucking exhausted. I can't remember. I did so much work this week. I can't remember the last time I <laughs> fell asleep before one AM. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking exhausted kyle what about oh, you man? oh shit yeah my, my week's my week's been boring uh <laughs> writing movies uh fighting on helping, the internet helping, that's about, about helping it, you know helping parents working yeah. and uh a lot of masturbating <laughs> because yeah. you can because, because we don't I have any hard can. fast rules that you can't do that <laughs> not once also a month or anything masturbating also yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I had to adult fucking hard this week, and I talked with you guys about this earlier yeah. in the week when we were in the chat room. Is that uh, I had to buy a new fridge this week. Oh man, fuck that! <laughs> and, no, I, I'm <laughs> and I you know I am, don't get me wrong. I'm weird. I'm weird enough that I'm like, oh shit, yeah. It's a super. Kind of fu- it's a super <laughs> nice <laughs> LG great. fridge. It's amazing. it's fucking great. I'm gonna be paying for it for like the rest of my life, but it's moving with me from house to house at this point. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's your prized possession. Like, the oh goddamn my God. fridge. Look at all the food I can put in here. This and is amazing. That was. Yeah, I hate being an adult. I hate, I hate it. my new shirt. I hate it. Fucking blinds. <laughs> like good blinds give me an erection. 
A lady erection. <laughs> the lady boner pops out with a good blind. I'm like, oh, like, oh those are real oh, wood. Expensive. <laughs> oh, expensive. Expensive all wood vertical blinds. There's an <laughs> Vertical? Fuck you. No, I like the horizontal slats. Thank you very fucking much. So for those that are wishing to know the details of it, it is a, uh, it's a two door, you know, with the chest on the top where it has all 27 cubic feet of storage in there. It's a fucking huge it's a big fucking free monstrous it has a door indoor and it has a door ice dispenser kind of thing and it has a middle drawer that's a crisper drawer so i have all the kids snacks in there but if i wanted to put wine in there all i have to do is touch a button and it changes to wine temperature god yeah fucking amazing yes oh this 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 fridge really what is really really sad is when when you showed us a picture of that fridge I fucking automatically knew. I knew what it was because yep. I looked at that same goddamn thing. Because God it, being a grown up is so fucking weird. I'm like, can we? Not oh my do god! I know that fridge. Like... I really want that fridge. <laughs> it's, oh, it's got a three drawer, uh, oh, three drawer oh, chest oh. freezer at the bottom of it. Yeah, it's pretty fucking rad. <laughs> it's rad, but at the same time, I'm like, I spent as much on a fucking you know used car as I did on a fridge. The fuck am <laughs> I doing, man? <laughs> But then, like, oh, well, you know, if you're gonna have it for, you're gonna have it for a few years. You might as well, you know, amortize that over the next couple of years. You know, you got to make sure that you get a good investment going on there. Question. Yeah. Do you have a good drawer to isolate your cheese? Oh yeah, it's I've got my own like that that drawer is actually the same as the wine drawer. Yeah. Because because you want you want to isolate your cheeses. You want to isolate your cheeses from other strong smells. Oh yeah. Other, even even in packaging, it can absorb it, and that can ruin your flavor. In that drawer, it goes it cheese. goes yogurt, charcuterie, and then cheese. <laughs> so I have you know, yeah, I have my 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 solid, dried meats solid. and stuff, and so yeah, solid good choices. Yeah. I don't choices. I don't really I don't really need to worry about that so much because no. <laughs> most of the cheese that actually stays in my fridge is the stuff that is really like the the processed for stuff, kids the pre, yeah. like the pre-graded bag that you throw on tortillas to make a, an enchilada like yeah i um yeah uh, i know what you mean <laughs> i make them quite often for the kids as well yeah quesadilla there you go that's the word we're yeah the quesadilla so anyway um, who's it in everything yeah uh, if this but. is the first time that you're hearing our show welcome 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 you can see what you're in for uh, we do keep it kind of silly at the beginning here. We are going to get into the topics here in a moment, because at this after this point, it's the point of no return where we have to talk about the terrible people in the world. And maybe I've got a couple of fun items, but we'll see. But first, we're going to have a word from another podcast that we love that you really should be listening to. Hey, all you listeners, I'm Robert. And I'm Amy from Secular Yakking. And we just wanted to let you know that if you've got 30 minutes to kill, then we're the podcast for you. We're just some old married couple who's been yakking at each other over the many years. And we thought we should start making it so you can listen in on our yakking. We dig past the mainstream and bring you the news that you may or may not have heard about. We take a look at politics, religion, science, and pretty much anything we feel like yakking about and sharing it with you. And let us not forget our weekly Mr. Potter Award. No, we're not professionals on anything we talk about, but we love to yak about stuff and give you our opinion on the matter. So tune in at secularyakking.com or check out our feed on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and anywhere good podcasts can be heard. And who knows what craziness will happen. <laughs> yeah, just like this. On the show, we tend to talk about Paul LePage more than we really should. You know, 
<laughs> is is at all yeah. more than anybody should. I mean, we're way the fuck over here in Utah. I mean, we've got our own problems to worry about. And we, there, there are many and like <gasps> oh, very. Oh, can I take it just, just a brief moment, just a brief moment to celebrate Sandy City in Utah? Oh. What did they do? Yes, good for them. Okay, yes. so yes, yeah, so so um, there was a city councilman who was up for re-election, Steve Smith, um, and he came out on this tirade about black people. Um, oh, so yeah. like kind of the same thing here going on. So yeah, so so okay, so perfect. It ties in. So um, he basically so he didn't say these words exactly, but that was what he was saying. Um, you that uh. He mentioned black abortion rate for some mm. reason, uh, their divorce rate. So that's <laughs> implying promiscuous promiscuity, right? Like black people are yeah. too promiscuous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys hear that dog whistle? Yeah, it was dog whistling. Dog whistle, there it is. Uh, how about <laughs> uh, their work ethic is bad? Oh, black people are lazy. That's what that means. No. Um, and he, he had all these things about what black people are doing that are hurting the ba- black community. And so I contacted him and went from a white guy, right? Yes, he's very, <laughs> very white. Steve Smith, very white. Um, and uh, I like him on he, American he Dad. Makes, he makes us look ethnic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, how and, exotic! Uh, so he, so I'd seen several conversations with him with other people where they've been like, "Dude, that was racist as fuck," and he doubled the fuck down on this shit. He went on the news and said, do they know the abortion rates of black people? Because I do. And I'm like, oh, is that proof of some shit? Um, so <laughs> I contacted him and said, resign, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, I didn't say those words, but I did. Mm-hmm. I did demand his resignation in my first message. Mm-hmm. And so he went, I thought you came to me in a good faith conversation. I said, why in the fuck would you think that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're not I here to talk. I'm here no, for your resignation. I demanded your resignation. <laughs> Why would you think this is a good faith conversation? <laughs> this is not a this is not a conversation, motherfucker. He told me, I'm not even kidding you. Google quote uh what is it? Affirm quote, affirmative action is bad for blacks. He put that in quotes. He told really? me to Google. Yes. Yes. So did it bring up a Breitbart article or did it bring up a Daily Stormer article? Did like, it bring up like a InfoWars? Oh Info yeah, Wars. yeah. Prison That's Planet. Specifically, I'm like you tell me to Google a go- uh, uh, racist phrase, I'm going to get racist results. Yeah. Um, so he's a piece of shit. And he's a mm-hmm. racist piece of shit. When he was, when people in, in good faith, not me, mm-hmm. <laughs> tried to explain to him that he was being a racist piece of shit, he doubled down. Oh, that, that word has own. no meaning anymore, Felicia, because you use it just so much. It's yeah, just... <laughs> too much. Too much. If everybody's racist... <laughs> Maybe people are pretty fucking racist. Maybe people are pretty <laughs> fucking racist. And when they're called out on their racism, even for people trying to reach out in good nature, uh, don't double down. Are racist, <laughs> and they right. and they throw in some more racism right in there, like <laughs> quote, affirmative action is bad for blacks. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe even if, even, if even if you approach somebody and say, hey. You said something kind of racist. So they're Steve like, Smith, I'm not fucking racist. No. Steve Smith has been on the Sandy City uh, City Council for a while. He's, I think he's like, uh, this was his second term, and he was just 
defeated in <laughs> his re-election campaign. Oh, and the mayor, who has been making some terrible decisions and is also awful, uh, was also defeated in the election. He, <laughs> they got voted the fuck out by some yes. very progressive voices. I'm not Yay. even shitting you. you guys there were pretty are, there are, a, there are so, a few of them in the state. Yeah. I'm so proud of my city right now because I went and voted. And apparently I was not the only one who got the fuck out and said, these people are done. Ah, oh, so well, bad. I'm so, so bad. happy for Sandy City. I'm less happy for Maine because they're stuck with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Paula Page. And this is from How a couple. Are they stuck with this guy? This is a couple weeks ago. You think Maine, you're like, oh, New England, it can't be that bad. No, they, no, no. Maine is Maine is a Maine has a ton of conservatives. I mean, not to like shit on people who live in Maine, but why? So because there's a bunch of wealthy <laughs> people there, so they all like congregate. So also, Paula Page pretty. made some comments while um, <laughs> there's been people that have been urging him to resign because he's been saying some terrible shit, and he said that uh, he's been talking about how they've been trying to fight their drug crime in the state of Maine. Paula Page said that the enemy right now, and this comes from the BBC, so it's a vetted source. People, don't be bitches about this. The enemy <laughs> right now are people of color and people of Hispanic origin in the war on drugs. Okay, so when he says people of color, he means black people. Yeah. Because yeah. people of color means everyone who's not white. Yeah. And right. when, everyone when who you, understands the vocabulary. Right. Everybody who understands the vocabulary, uh, people of color are people other than white people who have no color. When you go to war, he says, and the enemy dresses Whoa! in red, and you dress in blue, then you shoot it red, he said. War's not fought like Minutemen anymore, guys. We're, we're not lining up to be musket shot. You know? um, it's asymmetrical we're, these we're days. We're not so. at war with not white people. No. Those are Americans. Yeah. And so that he had some more... Shit. He made he made some comments like back in January. So this has been constant coming from Mr. LePage. Oh yeah, no, it's constant. Yeah, if you go back further, you'll find. Oh, that's more right, shit. LePage. Yeah, yeah. He has uh, a long. History. He blames the state's heroin pro uh, problem, and this is back in January. Like I said, uh, on guys by the name of like D Money, Smoothie. Mm -hmm. Shifty, this sounds like his personal dealers to me that he got shorted by. And they come I'm sorry, up from. I'm sorry, sir, but that's pronounced Swifty. <laughs> Shit on the floor. <laughs> uh, they come up here and they sell their heroin from Connecticut or New York, and then they go back home. Incidentally, half the time they impregnate a young white girl before they leave. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's. That's really only because the young white girl is really, really desperate for something. Um, if we gave her access to birth control, she wouldn't I mean, get impregnated. That would be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe she's into Swifty. Maybe, maybe he gets is. some good dick. So instead of I, I, instead of you know look. backing away from this shit, he continued to double down on. It. And this is this is from back in January, and you might have heard this from other news items where he said. That he had been putting together a binder, not full of women, that's Romney, <laughs> uh, cataloging <laughs> where he was cataloging drug arrests in the state. And that 90, per 90 plus percent of those pictures in my book, he says, 
and it's a three-ring binder, are black and Hispanic people. Do you think maybe because that's who you're targeting, you know? Maybe. But also, maybe. how do you know? Like, because <laughs> uh, those are generally black and white pictures, and... um. Well, you know, it's it has a name like race. Hernandez. No, I mean, I know. If we put me in a black and white photo, you guys can all look at me and go, she's a white. Like, yeah, I know. A white. Um, but there are a lot of people who fall within a spectrum. Um, and how do you define Hispanic? Because Hispanic has nothing to do with race. That's not, that's not a no. race. And so it, it, this, this is flash forward into like now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He Whoa. had denied that anything that he said was racist, <laughs> but was he racist. said that since January he had been putting together this binder full of you know women. No, not that. Uh, sorry, and I can't let that go because that was my favorite fucking picture. Was favorite <laughs> quote ever? Binders <laughs> full of women is one of my favorite things ever said one by of my a politician. Favorite, ever. one of my favorite election memes of all time was the thing that was like <laughs> our money, where it was like a, a Cash Money Millionaires <laughs> album cover. Like, you know, yeah. like shittily put together, like with like shrimp and shit on the front of it, you know, <laughs> where it's like, we have so much money, we don't know what to do with it kind of stuff. It's like, it said, our money, binders full binders of women full was, of women. <laughs> was fucking women. hilarious. Can't even get over it. I'll never get over it, Romney. Binders and so, full of women. It's amazing. I can't uh, believe you said it. Remember when that was our biggest. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even offended. I no. thought it was hilarious. No, it was. <laughs> So when people, when the reporters were asked by him to provide the binder, because, you know, if you're working on something, you should be able to at least bring it up. Even if it's a prop, even Trump knows that you could bring out the prop every once in a while with the right. the manila envelope full of shit that he was turning over kind of stuff. Yeah, Let me, like literally sending his press secretary out with blank pages. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, he says here. Black people come up the highway and they kill Mainers. That's what you call yourself, Mainers? <sighs> All right. Uh, you ought to look into that, he said. And then he stormed off the stage telling the reporters, you make me so sick. <laughs> you and your questions. How dare, your you? questions. How dare you do your job? <laughs> and so this, the, they continued on with questions like the next day because they're like, no, we, we really need to hear why you're saying this kind of things. So, and the teachers and the Paula Page said to people that... um. He invited reporters from the Press Herald and the local TV channel to an interview to explain the voice message because he left a a, a expletive laden voice message to um, <laughs> uh, the Democratic state representative that oh, had called did. him a racist. Oh, yeah. But this voice, that voice message is beautiful. <laughs> Just. And in the in the message, he wished that he could shoot Mr. Gatine in a duel, which was the greatest fucking thing politically in in like 2017. He said, "I'd like to come okay, up here. Mr. I'd Bro. like him to come up here because tell you right now, I wish it were 1825 and we would have a duel. That's how angry I am, and I would not put my hey, gun in wait, the air. I guarantee 18, wait, you." Wait, hey, uh, did he really say 1825? Yeah, 1825. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could settle disputes by murder. Wow. I would point it right between his eyes. Because he's a snot lows little I'm sorry, but, runt. I'm sorry, but pistol dueling, dueling, dueling was illegal in 1825. Dumbass. What dueling, dueling, dueling was illegal in the the 1770s. Oh, because it's a terrible idea. Because it's a and terrible idea. That's terrible. Why, that's no. why that's why that's why Hamilton and Burr had to go because it wasn't a national law; it was state law. But 
they ha- that's why they had to go to New Jersey because it wasn't illegal in New Jersey. <laughs> that's amazing. Right. Is it illegal in New Jersey now? Yes. I would hope Are so. Are you sure? <laughs> well, not really, but it's it's really fallen out of fashion. It certainly has. It's not. Because it's a stupid way to resolve disputes. <laughs> fucking stupid. Maybe, that's so, what we should, maybe we should just start challenging people to duels when they disagree with us. No. Nope. Nope. Utah. We live in Utah. I am that not an homosexual. Nope. <laughs> And so he he, up on that. he continued to go on and on and on about this kind of thing. And so uh, the the executive director for the ACLU up there uh, f- filed a F, um, FOI, uh, the Freedom of Information request uh, for records related to the arrest of black and Hispanic people in the state. Uh, and they said that the, mar- the main police were nine times more likely to arrest people of color for selling drugs than white people, even though white people were just as likely to commit the drug offenses. Actually, there right. are studies on this, and white people are more likely to have contraband on them. Yeah. So the FBI statistics that they had for this one, which shows that 1,200 people were arrested on charges of drug sales in or manufacturing in the state of Maine in 2014. Of those, only 14% were black. Eight, and almost about, all of the that's rest. That's about standard. That's about standard with the population. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we would expect that. But we nine times out of ten, they're the ones that are arrested expect. instead but of the really, white people. The, so. the, takeaway, the takeaway is black listeners. Stay the fuck give, out of me. <laughs> give, give your stash to the white guy to hold. Oh, yeah, no shit. They're less likely to be searched. <laughs> that is, that is what that. you do. Don't take legal advice from a podcast. Well, that no, and we also no, live in a no. state where they just open Although a new. Although I guess technically that's illegal advice, so we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Technicality loophole. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. I'm here to educate you about the single biggest threat to our planet. You see, there is something out there which threatens our very existence and may be the end to the human race as we know it. I'm talking, of course, about Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig? It is a creature which roams the Earth alone. It is half man, half bear, and half pig. Currently, there's a Trump nominee going through the Senate committee that's uh, weighing her confirmation as the chair of the Council of Environmental Quality at the White House. This is somebody that Trump's bringing in, and she is dumb as a fucking bag of rocks. Oh, God, no, no. No, oh. we're gonna have to listen to this. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. Because it. you should go watch the, the their C-SPAN video of this lady being trying to be confirmed, and like every like senator is like, you can't give me a direct answer on the stuff that we're doing here. We, you can't tell us what this is here, and she would not like answer anything truthfully. What instead I found is that uh, I found a video of her discussing the benefits of CO two, because she's one of these people. <laughs> And just wait, just wait till you hear what she actually has to say. Here we go. We have so much reason to be optimistic. Already? No. (laughs) With with climate change? No. Nope. Mm. We have 
we have every reason to be pessimistic until shit gets fixed. <laughs> oh, we can't fix it. All we can do is mitigate it. This yeah. And I indeed have actually finished a book with my co-author, Steve Moore, that tries to really lay out what are the unbelievable opportunities opportunities that the shale revolution and the energy abundance that guarantees um, the book. Uh, Put it this way. You could have stopped that recording. You could have stopped that recording and started again and not fumble your fucking words and sound like you've never said them before in your entire life. You could have read the script before you started reading it on the goddamn air, lady. <laughs> we, we liberals are super aware of how important it is to get energy and electricity to struggling nations. We're super aware of that. Uh, we're also super aware that if climate change continues to progress, those people are gonna die. And Just like Kyle. you know what we prefer over oh, over dead people? Living Better ones. Regulation. Yep. Oh. Not dead people. Not, <laughs> Not dead, dead people. people. Not dead people. Wow, Kyle, you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> She's only got a couple more seconds. Here we go. Uh, has all kinds of examples of, of the really beneficial um, impacts of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere. Satellites already oh, show a greening of the like, earth. Not even talking about it. She's not even talking about energy. She's not even talking about energy. No. No, no she's talking about carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Wow, bitch. Whoa. My how, word. How, how good? Word. How, how good is it for the world? We're seeing a greening of the earth in areas that are supposed to be frozen. <laughs> There's a reason you used to you used to have wineries on a certain latitude. You used to have it on a certain latitude, you know. You mean for like the last two thousand years, and that yeah. if climate change was going the way it was supposed to go, and not in extreme measures and on the regular cycle, those would they, those would exist for several thousand more. You mean that? It would be at least another thousand years before, instead of next generation. You know, where where Idaho is starting to produce wine. <laughs> and it's not uh, bad. <laughs> We're seeing permafrost b- is melting, which is bad, very, thousands, very thousands, bad. Thousands, 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 thousands of years permafrost, guys. Yeah, was, and all the methane frozen it, underneath it too. So it was, it was called permafrost for a reason. <laughs> thousands, thousands, hundreds. Permafrost is not. Supposed to, to thaw. Melt. It has melted since the Precambrian, it so it's fine. Sup- it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. No, it's a good thing because plants like sure. CO two, right? Whatever. <laughs> Sun cycles, natural <laughs> ice cores, you know, that have been around for long fucking. Not fucking since the Precambrian. <laughs> In part from the, the very small the amount. Do you guys know about the Permian uh, extinction? The Permian ex- extinction. Where nine out of ten species on the planet fucking died. <laughs> I, 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 this is not enough. <laughs> well, enough. thankfully, I, she's I'm she's fine. almost done. She's almost finished. Of carbon dioxide involved with using fossil fuels, we've learned how to control um, industrial process so that pollution is far far below what it used to be. In- That's called Yay! progress. You. That's what we want. We want that control cycle to continue. Oh my god.
<laughs> it's less, but it's not none. <laughs> it's not just. It's still not at a level that is okay. <laughs> Industry, in the tailpipes of our cars, we've developed all kinds of products and materials um, based on fossil fuels that have made the world a better place, not only in the United States, but across the world. Yeah, moths aren't turning black now because of the smog in the air. You're right. Oh, it's funny, though, because... <laughs> You don't have to actually see the thing to have it having a negative effect. The reason that the moths were turning a color was because of visual smog. Uh, and because if they were light colored, they were more visual to birds and therefore they were dying off. And therefore the dark colored ones were more hidden. And now our greenhouse gases aren't visually. Oh, they're not visual. They're, they, we can't see them. So, but they're still there and they're still uh, causing a greenhouse effect. Oh my God. Neil deGrasse Tyson has been over this so many times. We don't have to see it. Gas does not have to be seen to be a thing. It's called gas. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with you? You bitch. We didn't even get to like the best parts of it. She, there's more that you can find out there of this lady talking about this stuff. So much more. So much more. But you're She's talking about a a person being brought under that's saying that tailpipes are better, businesses are working better under regulations under the Trump com- fucking campaign. Fault. Fault. I'm saying that's under the fault. Trump campaign, they're slashing EPA <laughs> things. They're they're repealing <laughs> the Obama level things where you had cars that had to have double the mileage of what they used to get. So we're going to be burning more gas and companies are going to be doing a lot more fucked up pollution in the air because there's less regulation over them. As long as capitalism is our fucking here, standard. Here here in the Salt Lake Valley or in, in, in the Valley of Utah where you guys live too. Um, we That's have fine. Just go ahead and take it all there, Felicia. <laughs> we, we seriously have an air issue. An air quality oh, no, issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, seriously. But, but 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 the 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 worst cause of the that air issue used to be the refineries and the factories and all that that shit that was just pumping shit in the air willy-nilly because they could um they had obama era regulations that shut that shit down they were they were cause of 11 percent of the air pollution which means that homes and cars were the biggest problem Right. Yeah, so, wood um, stoves, fuckers. Trump Ugh. wants to repeal that. We already have days where we have the worst air in the world here in Salt Lake. Yeah, worse than and Beijing, Trump wants people. To repeal that. And there's been Are scientific studies that the pollution in the air is linked to the partially to the high suicide rate you get from being here in Utah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not fucking healthy. And for this lady to say, oh, this is a good thing. Nope, you can take your science nope. non-minded self and go fuck right off. Mm-hmm. You can just go that but way. <laughs> from 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 January to the end of February, you're not seeing the sun, not because of cloud cover. Mm-hmm. Because just- we live in a bowl, a soup of pollution. Ah, God, this lady makes this this lady makes me angry <laughs> just and she's gonna get 
fucking brought in because that's what they do. That's what's been going on this whole time. Just everybody fucking rubber stamping every single person that's being brought in under the Trump administration. 2018 better be a reckoning and 2020 better be a fucking route. It should just be nobody left over after this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm talking Democrats too. I want people to be able to fucking primary them. I want people to push the old fucking establishment Democrats out and get different ones in there. Well, because they're not doing enough shit. No, definitely not. they're not not standing up enough. Nope. They're just letting shit slide. Some people say that Man Bear Pig isn't real. Well, I'm here to tell you now, Man Bear Pig is very real, and he most certainly exists. I'm serial. Man Bear Pig doesn't care who you are or what you've done. Man Bear Pig simply wants to get you. I'm super cereal. But have no fear, because I am here to save you. And someday, when the world is rid of Man Bear Pig, everyone will say, thank you, Al Gore. You're super awesome. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. I thought we were done talking Kim Davis, Kim Davis, Kim Davis. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's like Beetlejuice. She's back, you know? <laughs> God, yeah. act, what, did you do- what have you done? Come on. Mm, so <laughs> if people don't remember who Kim Davis was, where the fuck were you? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Kim Davis was a Kentucky County clerk. I'm a woman. It's my it's my word. She's a bitch. I was going to call her. I was going to call her like a no. I'm not even going to go there because mm, mm, I could could say some racist. I mean, not racist, but sexist ass shit right there. And I just won't do it because that's not not in my vocabulary. I'm just mad. I'm just mad about this lady. So she's the Kentucky County clerk that refused to issue marriage license to same sex couples, even though that's the national fucking law. Yeah, because yeah, no, of that was the law. That's why uh, she went to jail. Yeah, oh. so she's going to be running for re-election in 2018. How is she even eligible? <laughs> wasn't wasn't she removed from her position? I don't. Rem- I honestly don't remember. So apparently says, not. She's running for re-election. So uh, let's see. Facing voters for the first time since her protest angry against uh, gay marriage in rural Appalachia provoked a national uproar. Kim Davis could be facing a familiar foe, a gay man to whom she refused to issue a marriage license to. <laughs> and so he said that he seriously considered running against her. He and should. He says, I, th- I think I, I could win, says Dave Ermold. You the, could. 
who's an English professor at Pikeville University, who among the other many who sued Davis in 2015. 2015, that's, that, wow, is, that is the that genesis is, of yeah. our show, man. I don't think she's learned anything about from the experience of this at all. I really, no. truly think that she feels like she is right. Yeah. I really don't think that she cares about what civil rights are. No. No, Dave, no, no. That's because there's, there's been studies on this where um, the far right in America right now values authoritarianism and conformity mm-hmm. to authority figures. Mm-hmm. And she sees herself as an authority figure. Therefore, people should conform. And unfortunately, Matt Staver, who was the one that represented her before, you know, the the founder of the Florida-based law firm, the Liberty Council. Oh, man, I hate these guys. Uh, they represented Davis during the months-long controversy, confirmed that she will seek a second term. So she's finishing her first term. She's, she wasn't removed then. Uh, he said that Davis... What do you bet w- she started issuing same-sex marriage licenses? Uh, they they came up with that compromise of where like somebody else yeah. would do it for her instead. As, of- long as, there was some- as long as there were somebody else. She was okay. He said he said Davis was un- unavailable for comment because of a medical procedure. Ah, oh, she's not fit for uh, office then. There you go. She's having that fist removed from her ass from the rest of the fucking world that put it up there. Even the Pope said he fucking didn't like her. That's the right. most amazing thing about it. Oh, <laughs> fuck the Pope, though. I know, but I thought that was funny. Yeah, that, true, like, but yeah, you know, to have the Pope not like you. Well, that's I not mean, hard. The PR Pope. <laughs> yeah. I'd be proud. And Matt Staver says she loves her job and she loves the people. I'm sure uh, the really not. I'm uh, sure. Not. I'm sure the election will probably have more attention because of who she is. But <laughs> you know, she doesn't have any major concerns about it. <laughs> you should have big fucking concerns, ma'am. You should have really Bitch. big ones. Why did A you hire Fat Albert? <laughs> no, if you want Fat Albert, I can got voted out in. Sandy, Utah, she where I'm pretty job. sure the black population <laughs> is less than 1%. I was, right. actually, I was going for a snagglepuss. So it's, it's, it's been a while, but where the fuck is Kim Davis from? Kentucky. <laughs> oh. Okay. County, I want to say. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. see. I'm not say... kidding. Davis County. I, no, yeah, pretty... Davis County, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, no, 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 I remember because it, it threw me for a loop every time I saw it. <laughs> She and she, Kim Davis has not kept a low profile since getting out of jail. She caused an international outcry when she greeted Pope Francis, like we said, uh, during mm-hmm. his visit to Washington, eventually leading to the resignation of the Vatican's U.S. ambassador who had arranged the visit. Yep. <laughs> Why the because, fuck did you make me meet this lady? Because appar- <laughs> apparently it's not cool to arrange visits without with a hate first figure. clearing it with the Pope. <laughs> uh, earlier this oh, year. No, it totally is, on. but like he's a dumb he's a dumb one because it's like uh i do guest booking as a favor to a friend of the show and um i'm not going to book someone who he's already insulted without talking to him first (laughs) that guy's just an idiot whoever he was it was like yeah kim davis she's a christian right not a catholic well and she's She's also traveled to Romania late recently to try to change the constitution there. So it defines marriage between one man and one woman. God, so she sucks. We oh are exporting God. we are exporting evangelicals, guys. That's one of the things that America that, is exporting no, as well as military. That's what we're that's what we're doing. Because because they've kind of saturated themselves here 
and they've reached a point where they can't make any more headway well, than they already have. Losing headway. They're yeah. losing yeah, headway. Yeah, right, right. They go to places that are poorer and more ignorant, and that's what they're doing. Right. And so the the Republican governor issued an executive order to remove the names of the county clerks from the marriage licenses. That's how they yeah. got around that one. And then the right. state legislature made the change permanent permanent. And then, but the various lawsuits against Davis continue. And so everybody's trying to say like, look, anybody that runs against her, um, especially the, the guy from, uh, the Kentucky fairness campaign by the name of Chris Hartman says it's hard for her to make the argument that the quarter million dollars that she has cost taxpayers is a good value for Rowan County residents. It was Rowan County. Uh, Rowan. Okay. okay. And so uh, Matt Staver said that that would not be an issue for Davis, noting that the money could not would not come out of the county's budget. Bullshit. Man. Yes, well, it yeah. would. <laughs> yes, it would. If, if you are the county clerk and you are going yeah. to court in that county, it's definitely coming out of the fucking county budget as yeah, the representative. That's how budgets work. What the fuck, Matt? Are you that dumb? <laughs> No, really. Oh wait, no, they're no, going to pay for it. He's just a liar. They're he's just a liar and he knows people will yeah. believe the lie. Uh, I just I I I honestly hope the guy runs against her and, and Come on, Rowan County. I believe in you. If Sandy City can do it, you can do it. <laughs> and he said that anytime you take on an incumbent, it's an uphill battle. She may have all kinds of dignitaries come in and speak for her and that would yep. make a difference. The president of the United States may even come here and campaign for her. And if Trump is doing oh, that bad that he yeah. has to come in and do that. Look, oh, my God. Could you yeah. imagine a president what? having to campaign on a, for a county fucking county election? clerk? Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I'm it'd, sure, be a, it'd be a what, death. death what's wish too. his current? Oh. What's his current approval rating? Oh, his base, like 30 percent or something like yeah. that. It's I lower. Say, than, I think it's in the 30s at this point. Yeah, it's about as low as it can possibly go. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. What is my purpose? Pass the butter. Thank you. What is my purpose? You pass butter. Oh my god. How many months has it been since we've done a Louis Gomert video? I I honestly don't know. One. It's been a minute. Like one. <laughs> that was middle fingers up from Kyle there. This <laughs> is so people listening at home. Uh Louis Gomert, man. I can't believe this guy's still in office for one. And he's coming to talk about abortion banning because he has he an should. opinion on this because thing. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Just wait. Here we go. This is not an issue of life of the mother because oh. the doctors are always charged with preserving life. He's talking about the six-week abortion ban <laughs> that they're trying to put in there. Hi. Hi, honey always charged with preserving life you mean doctors can cure death because that's not what they can do you know that they can't do that right what? 
Not your if, doctor. If that lady is hemorrhaging <laughs> to a point doctor. where the doctor cannot save her, which happens, you know, that's why they oh, say you say have she to. She has a medical condition in which carrying a pregnancy at all threatens her life. What about gestational diabetes? Uh, yeah. What about what, what yeah. about uh, no, no, spinal issues? What about spinal issues where she has to be in bed rest? I don't know if you guys know this, but bed rest is really bad for your health. Look, yeah. look, what I think you're missing here is the fact that we're talking about the life of a woman versus which the life is of a baby. Substantially less than <laughs> the life of a blastocyst. <laughs> so. For those listening at home, the drunk the 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 drunk to English translation there is blastocyst. Blastocyst. Yeah. Look, the little clump of cells that Columb. is a potential a potential <laughs> I am a human. I am a woman of childbearing age. Turns, I know it's shocking to most of our listeners, but I am a woman of childbearing age, and I will be for at least another twenty years or so. Um, and I don't appreciate that my life is forfeit because some guy spunked in me. Well, that's your fault. You shouldn't have <laughs> let him in the spelunking cave to begin Look. with. Look, if you would just tell him to pull Oh, spunkin'. <laughs> look, okay. Look. What about pre-spunk? Or I'm just yeah, saying, I was going to say pre-spunk is a thing too, dude. Look, that can't be helped, but <laughs> really, you should be just saying, on my stomach. That's what you should be saying. Gross. Because <laughs> it's Dang, clearly, clearly your fault. As the woman. Then you lay on top of it, and then you get stuck together, and it turns into like Elmer's glue. And then you have to like oh, tear apart from the other person. Just... I mean, I'm not going to kink shame anyone, but what that kind of sex thing. are you having? Where you none? Rubbing... That's the kind that I'm having. <laughs> and whatever not life has the best chance of living, you kind. do everything you can to preserve it whether it's the mother or the child. So that's really not an issue. Some brought up the issue of rape and incest. Well, we don't even have to get into that argument, regardless about how anyone feels, because the heartbeat bill says when the heartbeat is detected, in essence, then the life must be protected. No, that's not how heartbeats so, work. So fuck your rights. No, fuck no, your no, rights, no, women. No, no, no. <laughs> Because a, a heartbeat doesn't mean shit. Yeah, heartbeats can happen. I mean, I've seen them do that in cadavers. Like, full on right. dead. Full on dead, yeah. dead, 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 dead. Here's the thing. You can palpate a heart and get a heartbeat. mean shit. It's just that, in fact, the heart is the only electrical system in the body that is separate from the brain. In fact, it is the only electrical system in which it has its own independent no, functioning. No, no. I mean, ugh. not. We learned this in EMT class. Look. I mean, I'm serious. I'm an EMT. You want know the one step low? We get the only step lower than EMT. First responder. You know what first responders can do? Tell someone to call nine one one and get on the phone to learn how to do CPR. That's what first responders do. Look, not not to get not to get too morbid. But I said, but I spent several, several months talking with doctors and neurologists about the the value of a heartbeat 
about my own, you know, 50 plus year old father. Right. And what what a heartbeat meant. And it was, yeah, no, a heartbeat doesn't mean anything. No, it's an independent electrical pulse. It is independent right. of the brain. Your brain can be completely dead. I mean nothing. Right. I mean no electrical pulse and the heart can still beat. It's an independent electrical impulse. Right. right. So don't Not to these guys though. That's a life. It's a Don't fucking talk to me about the about the value of life and what a heartbeat means because because I've been there means I, nothing. No. <laughs> a heartbeat is nothing. That is not life. It that is, is blood circulating. Sim- That's all that it is. Yeah, it's blood circulating. It, it, is, it is a biological function. It is, yeah. it is mechanical in its essence. If heartbeats are so goddamn necessary, wouldn't that mean that the uh, Dick Cheney is not alive? You know, because he's... <laughs> he, he, he is... He, no, he, he is. is. His heart will produce uh, electrical impulses on its own, but it's sporadic and inefficient for pumping blood. So he has to have a thing that tells it when it to do it. Oh no, I'm not right. talking. I'm not talking pacemaker. No, no, I'm talking no, no, about no, the no, machine no. that actually circulates his blood outside look, of his body look, that he was on for look. a while. <laughs> <laughs> they took. They take the mask off of Darth Vader before they put him out in public. There's a reason <laughs> we haven't seen him for a while. No, but no, but my body, my body is subject to a fucking clump of cells. No. By the way, if I was pregnant you, right now, if I was pregnant right now, it would be more than uh, five weeks. Yeah, and the six weeks thing that they're bringing up here is such bullshit. It's six it weeks is. from it, when okay, the it oh, it's not exact. It That's is the thing. Absolutely no, no, arbitrary. Gonna, no, no obstetrician. No obstetrician is going to say it's exactly six weeks. You got impregnated six times seven days ago. That's not how this fucking works. Oh, especially because sperm can exist in the body for five days. Look, most women, most women suspect they might be pregnant at about three to four weeks. Yeah, after they miss a period, usually. Right. And and it's generally confirmed around six when they miss a second period. So at that point with these guys' law going through, you legally cannot do anything about that. That's what they want. Right. So you're talking about the point in time where where a vast majority of women are just finding out. And he's out. sitting there claiming, he's sitting there claiming, oh, the doctors can protect the life of the mother. No. No. In an atopic pregnancy, those are usually found at eight weeks. Eight. Right. Yeah. Right. Atopic means that there is no survivability for that pregnancy. Right. And the fallopian tube, don't know if you know this, not habitable to supporting a pregnancy, but no. if it's allowed to continue because cells just kind of tend to regenerate, like to, right. to duplicate themselves do through meiosis, yes, what they, meiosis. they can they, tear apart a woman from the right. inside. They can kill a host. And at that point in time, that's what a mother is. That's what the woman is, a host to a, a more or less a parasitic a parasite. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, right. no. Pregnancy is considered an illness. Yeah. 
No, it is. Yep. Right. It is. For a reason. All right. Let's let Gooey. Gooey? Louie. Louie Gomer. (laughs) Gooey Lomer. There you go. Gooey Lomer. Gooey Lomer. So there are six to eight weeks, we're told, before the heartbeat is detected. So even if you were a proponent of uh, abortion, he said proponent. <laughs> look, proponent. I, uh, look, I'm, uh, a, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of many things. I'm a proponent of many things. <laughs> right. I am also a proponent of many things. You know, but, proponent. But you the opposite, proponent. The opposite look. of opponent. Louie, are you? <laughs> oh, man. I. Why can't they get a guy that knows how to speak, talk to the public? We had it with the lady last clip, and we had it with Louie on this one. It's just, really? Come on. I, I really feel, I really feel like I'm doing... Okay. Look, I'm on par with Louis Gomert. <laughs> yeah, and, and you had lots of drinks. <laughs> I, have, I have had so many drinks, and he has had none. So even if you were a purport, proponent of uh, abortion after rape or incest, uh, it still is not preventing that. <laughs> you Wait, can't what? speak words. And I'm Wait. not going to get into a debate on that because it doesn't apply on this bill. The time is there. So that makes it clear, even for those who say, I can't support any pro-life bill that doesn't make an exception for rape or incest. Well, you can still support this bill. <laughs> No. Okay. You're gonna have All plenty right. of time. So many, pl- so much All time. All right. Let's talk about this shit. Okay. So you're saying that uh, you can't support any bill that doesn't make any exception for the life of the mother, and that you're saying that within eight weeks, every woman will know that she's pregnant. Oh. Okay. No. You know what? We, Louie, let's talk about uh, vaginas for a second. So vaginas are just the outside, but um, when they're pregnant, they kind of go through a thing. On the inside, um they might skip periods for a myriad of reasons, or they might be delayed for a myriad of reasons. Let's say she worked out particularly hard that month, or let's say it was a particularly stressful month. Um, she might miss a period. And most grown women are pretty familiar with this. And yeah, most women are kind of aware that they should be on their period at a certain point, and they'll go get a pregnancy test. But by that point, they'll be at six weeks because I you're not sure that your the pregnancy test is really irrelevant until you're at least five days past your uh, date to start your period. And dates are kind of relative anyway. And uh, so you're saying that um, rape or incest doesn't count after six to eight weeks. Oh, let's say a woman was just raped. It might be reasonable to expect her to miss her fucking period. Miss her period. Oh, and did you know that pregnancy tests come up with false negatives all the fucking time? They don't come up with false positives. There's no such thing as a false positive. If you come up positive on your regular at home pregnancy test, then yeah, you're positive. Um, but if you come up with negative, you might actually still be pregnant. That's a thing. Um, so, you know, if you're still concerned, you go get checked, but you get checked around six to eight weeks of pregnancy. You piece of shit. You piece of shit, motherfucker. And also, did you know that pregnancies can threaten the life after six to fucking eight weeks? And did you know that some women who get raped are by people who they can't get that checked within six to eight fucking weeks? And that there are people who are who are victims of incest who have no freedom to get that checked until they're fucking showing. That could be months. 
That could be fucking months. But no, <laughs> but no, you want to sit there and nope. say that you will. Every woman will fucking know by everything's the time. Fine. Everything's fine by them because six to eight weeks. That's plenty of time. According to these Look, men. <laughs> you, you, you do know that this is common enough. There is a reality TV show called oh. I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Okay, to be fair, there's I mean, pictures, but... I, I, I just mean, look. We have a, we you, have a very uneducated if, populace. If you, <laughs> if you can have a reality TV show called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant... It's in the same world that, where the Kardashians that exist. Time frame. That time frame doesn't matter. No. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, well, that wraps it up for us. The next action-packed episode will be out in about 48 hours, which is the second of our weekly episodes that we'll put out on Wednesday. Uh, so if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out. However, before we put the last nail in this coffin of an outro, we have to give a ton of love to the people who have paid us to do so, that we're talking about our patrons, of course. And in no, uh, no short order, we have Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Tony Prouse, Keith Davies, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Jeff Prilliman... Let's see, who else did we get today? Uh, we have Patrick Neary, Rob Otto, Stephen Andrus, and Angelica Pearson with a special donation that we got from PayPal that came from one of our buddies over in England. I don't know if he wants me to use his name, but we thank you so much for that. You guys do wonders for the show. We're currently gearing up for some new stuff that we're going to be doing this upcoming year because we meant to get to it this year, didn't get around to it, but now we got a fire lit under our ass. So if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. And we actually got a whole lot of reviews that we that came across on Facebook. Uh, too many for me to list right now. I will be doing a special, I think, at the end of uh, next the next episode on Wednesday, where I'm going to thank everybody who sent us a, a great review there. because. Well, you know, if you gave us a great review, you know what the reasoning behind that was, because we were being uh, one star reviewed uh, to oblivion and people really stepped up and gave us the support. It was really great. Uh, but we also got a handful of great reviews on iTunes. Uh, and so I'm just going to list those off here real quick. Five stars from Sanguine J. And he says, great podcast. Love the humor. Love the hot takes on current events and the humor. If you're not, subscri if you're not subscribed, there's something wrong with you. And Riss MC, gee, I wonder who that could be, uh, says five stars in the face of BS. If people are being sent over to trash the rating of your show, you're definitely getting under their skin. You three are some of the kindest, most loving individuals I've ever met. 
And if showing compassion and fighting for what you believe in has earned you trolling, they're doing that because they don't have an actual argument. And let's see, we also got one, a five-star review from Jen Rose Wrathful. I know who that is. Uh, Rowdy, fun, but still topical. Really appreciate X, Felicia, and the rest of the crew. His name's Kyle. Jen, I'm just, I'm I'm kidding with you. You know who he is. Uh, Great topics and perspective from the Mormon Wasteland. Uh, We have a review from Rebel Ox, who wants to say, Fighting the good fight, five stars. An excellent show that takes the mask off of religions. Keep it up. And then finally, we got one last one that came in from Pedant Platypus. Great fucking screen name. Timely and interesting positions. Five stars added to my playlist. Man, it does my heart wonders to, to see people step up and say, you like us. You really, really like us. No, I mean, I'm honored that you guys have taken the time out to give us some reviews and for you to show your love for the show. Um, with the patrons and with all the great reviews, I, I was in tears with that because it's nice to know that people have your back when the world reminds you that can it can be pretty shitty sometimes. But anyway, with that, it's time to bring episode number 143 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. You're so fucking welcome. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on Wednesday. You take my life, but I'll take yours too. You fire musket, but I'll run you through. So why are you waiting for the next attack? You better stand, there's no turning back.
All right, folks, kicking with us on audio only. We have motherfucking Jay Whitaker from The Geek Show and from the Incredibly Vocal Minority podcast joining us for a bit of time because he's in the middle of a date right now. Say hi to, say hi to Jay and Jay's and Jay and his date. Hi, Kat. Hi. <laughs> anyway, Jay, it's good to have you on, man. It's been hard to try to lasso you into an episode, but we finally, finally got you into one. So welcome to the show. Glad to have you along. It's glad to, I'm glad to be here and shit. Uh, take a right, man. <laughs> God, this is like the worst. I'm the fucking worst. Um, <laughs> oh, well, it'll amazing. be interesting at the very least. Can I say the fuck? Yeah, you can say the yeah, be as blue as you want. Yeah. I would appreciate Wait, it. Did you did. introduce me as motherfucking Jay Whitaker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I have a first name. Like, oh. Like, Jay motherfucking Whitaker. Jay motherfucking I Whitaker. Know, but, no, like the way you said it was like you made it sound like motherfucking was my first name. You can't add that name in kindergarten. <laughs> well, I'll, let's just call you, you the HNIC. We'll, we'll okay. call you that from now on. Jay, Jay Whitaker's the HNIC here in Utah. So I'm the head Negro in charge. What is this truck doing? Anyways, um, I said, so, whatever the fuck that truck wants to do in Utah. I swear to God. What's up, y'all? Y'all good? Yeah, we're good, man. Thought we'd. Uh, Thought you'd have you on to talk about some geek stuff since, you know, it's been a while since we've talked about it. And Jesus Christ, we need a blow off valve after this week that we've had. Um, yes. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sure all of us have seen uh, Thor Ragnarok. If you guys have not seen that. I have not. Um, no, oh, have no. Not? Oh, when I have not had time. I've been I spent oh, no, seven no, hours you, doing pole dancing make, this week. The, you <laughs> make time for this one. Seven <laughs> hours. No, okay. no, Jay, Jay, back me up. You make time for this one. Yeah, no, like, honestly, and I'm just, pardon me while I go on a huge non-spoiler-free rant. <laughs> um, I need a but, date first, but whatever. Like, I I saw this movie, and it gave me a better perspective on America. Like, because, like, I, mm. I can't go into full reason why, but it, it gave me a better perspective on America and uh, like it, it helped me. It was a nice escape, but it, it like it was one of those moments where like art imitates life. Yeah. And you just have to watch the movie to to see like it, it's one of those. like um, I did do a video that's available on the Geek Show podcast uh, YouTube um, that we shared. Was it just you screaming really excitedly? <laughs> I know. <laughs> just, it's just me coming like aggressively, over <laughs> like just just hardcore coming, and <laughs> that's the noise I make. Wow, Kat, you're a lucky woman. Sounds like a Vuvuzela having a bad day. Well, it was. It was good. It was good. Just so you know, I heard that about three or four times coming from the row in front of me in the theater. Yeah, well, like, I mean. Well, yeah, that's right. Like, uh -huh. like, you were there, like you. you yeah, no, I was, I was right, I was right, fucking behind you. <laughs> yeah, like you sat right behind me. We enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Yeah, and, we did. And um, I'm, I'm so glad. Like, people need to see this movie for so many damn reasons. Like, one, even if you haven't, if, even if you haven't seen a Marvel movie in a while, it's mm -hmm. a good film to see because it's just fun. Um, like. It, it's fun. It, it, it's uh, it's an it, it makes you think. Guardian. <laughs> so, like, like good fantasy, it's going to get you considering the real world that you live in in a metaphorical sense. Oh God! Yeah, no, like, yeah. Watch, it, like, yeah. Go but, see but go see the movie and then watch the video that I. It's full of the reason why I mentioned the video is because it's full of spoilers. But it's my metaphorical take on the film, and 
I firmly believe that I I'm I'm on to something, and that like I'm I'm not Taika Waititi who was who did his thing. With oh the man! <laughs> on this Fine. Before but, I uh, have a date, I will go see it by myself. Girl, you're, no. You're not, you're not seeing it by yourself though. You're seeing Chris Hemsworth and all this <laughs> amazing, delicious body that I'll never be able to obtain. Not you know? going down on me, so it's you're, not you're... a date. Wait, what? No. Wait, what? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Wait, I just I just said you need to go see it with with people that you love and care about and friends. But, and then apparently I must have talked over someone and said. Because I missed the part where somebody's going down on you. I mean, like, good for you. <laughs> I said it's not a date with Chris Hemsworth because he's not going down on me. <laughs> oh, fair. Oh, it's true. He, he looks he good does, with short he hair. Does, he <laughs> does seem to be the considerate type. That He would. I'm <laughs> he not saying would. he wouldn't. He does take his shirt off. Um, Spoiler alert. Uh, Hulk takes his shirt off as well. Yes. What? No. Yeah. The conversations no. are and, and some his, of the best. And, <laughs> I mean... I mean, to be fair, it would have been weird if he was wearing a shirt without pants. So it's natural. <laughs> He's going around Donald ducking it. All no, I don't, no, I don't see that. Just you call it Donald Duck. Like, <laughs> Donald ducking. Oh, the the Hulk <laughs> Donald ducking. Porky pigging. Porky pigging. Yep, that one too. <laughs> also works. It also works. Like, like, because I like Porky Pig because he had a blazer. You know what I mean? I mean, had somewhere to be. Oh, and boy, we. Could tell you could tell Porky Pig just got like home from a like a hard day at work. It's like, yo, let me get this shit off, but I'm gonna keep <laughs> shit <laughs> No pants. Business on top still. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not wearing like, pants now, so I get like, it. Like Porky Pig wore the blazer, you know, because he had like a Skype interview. <laughs> and, like an on-camera Skype interview, and he like needed to look professional. Like, but yeah, th- that's what you do. Like Porky So Donald Ducking is more for casual. But Porky yeah. Pigging is for more business-like. Now, see, I, I might I might put up a little bit of an argument here, only because Donald Duck was a Navy man. I mean, he he was wearing the the uniform at the time. No, not, and I get that. Not see, the shitty blue plan. digital BDUs they make them wear nowadays, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm an Air Force guy, so, like, you know, that <laughs> Donald Duck, like, that's just... I mean, like, good for him, you know, yeah. but... but like, that's a, that was, like, everyday wear for the Navy at the time. So, you know, still... They got so many outfits. They, they got way too many outfits, yeah. I'm it's good with that. More casual. <laughs> I like how we talk about go see Thor, and now we're ta- discussing free balling professionally. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's our that's show. That's welcome, how we do this. Welcome things. to our show. <laughs> it's a privilege and, and, and <laughs> part of this, this uh, free-for-all free ball. Yeah, we're, mm. we are not directly associated with Geek Show, but we like to view ourselves as Geek Show adjunct only because we we <laughs> borrowed a couple of things like blueberrying and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. fine. You guys are all fan bam, and that's yeah. why you guys get love. <laughs> Aw. Well, so anyway, we Jay, Geek Show too. Jay, before we get back into more Ragnarok stuff, uh, tell yeah. us, tell, tell the people who you are, what you got coming up lately, what, what's going to be happening with you soon? Um. My name is Jason Derek Whitaker. Um, I go by Jay because I meet too many Jasons. I was Ooh. born September 3rd of 1983 on a dark and stormy night at 10.07 p.m. at Glendale Hospital. Do you have LifeLock? Huh? I said, do you have LifeLock? Oh, yeah. <laughs> some of the people that have been watching our videos lately, they're kind of some seedy kind of fucking people. So. <laughs> X, just, just, beep, just beep the date. Just beep the date. Like, just a beep. 
sleep, all that shit. Yeah, my, my but, social uh, security is. <laughs> I may be I may be crazy, but I ain't stupid. No. Uh, <laughs> no, you anyway, could be like you could be like Kyle and myself and have the uh have what is it the uh opm lost oh, our information yeah. to the public uh-huh. <laughs> like twice <laughs> that's okay we didn't are... need it <laughs> uh, but uh let's see i'm a i'm a stand-up comedian i, I do a geek show podcast as a panelist on there we just recorded three fire ass episodes today oh yeah and that's right, uh, saturday you i guys do incredibly vocal minority podcast as well get that shit people download that yeah, show I've been listening to it uh pretty much every time except for the ragnarok episode to begin, <laughs> I um but uh, i i i it's actually found its way into my regular listenership which is hard to do like because i don't have enough time to listen to everything i want to so but it's, it's made its way into my uh my standard cycle because i really actually enjoy and I hate podcasts where there's only one person on, except for yours, Jay. I really enjoy it. Fun. It's very hard. It's it's really hard because it like <laughs> I I tend to overshare sometimes on the show. I've had I've only had to make like two edits where I was like, yo, you you can't leave that out or you can't leave that in. Like you have to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to just carry a show by your I mean, like eventually I'm gonna have a guest like guests. It's just more so I'm just trying to establish and uh, like I respect what you guys do because having a podcast is extremely hard Yeah, and uh, it's it's like it's like having another child or like another bulldog at or least a second like, job. Yeah. The- yeah. At least, I mean, since I've been doing guest booking, it's been like another job yeah. and I've been doing guest booking for another show too. serious yeah. inquiries only. And um, so that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. it's, then- I mean. It's um, it's 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 definitely a privilege to be a part of the podcast family. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I lo- I love, I love being a, I love doing the show. You know, whether it's with Geek Show as a collective or just doing the show by myself. But I plan to have on guests, and the the premise of Incredibly Vocal Minority is it's a geek related podcast. It's like think of it like as a as a spinoff of Geek Show. Not in the Joey from Friends way, just like, <laughs> but just like, um, kind of like a Fraser from Cheers, like, kind of, yeah, you know. and the, the Fraser from Cheers way. It's, it's more of the Fraser, and and yeah. so it's geek related, it's sports related, um, it's it talks about woke shit, um, just even just uh, and by the way, Felicia, thank you for adding me to uh, uh, the the Facebook, um, you know which Facebook group, Angry Black I'm, Rants, yeah, 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 yes, Angry Black Rant, but yeah, like, that's it's a good it's show. more. It's more of an outlet for uh, creating dialogue between different cultures, different um, where I bring up race, g- uh, gender, sexuality, and I'm not an expert on shit. I'm a, I'm a dude who just went to way too many online colleges, and, <laughs> but like I no do- um I, you know there there was just a moment in the last one where you're like I'm gonna be out grabbing butts, and I and into I said out loud consensually, and then he went consensually. <laughs> like, I, <was> like, <laughs> I love it. I don't well, see and- that's, I record like I usually do. I usually one take the episode and just like I don't remember shit. Like, yeah, I don't remember I've been shit. there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. People will be like, "What episode did you guys talk about this on?" I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I An episode. I grabbed, I grabbed butts consensually on on my episode. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I said. I said that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, I was. You were in the room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, all right, cool, whatever. All right, yeah, do that. Oh shit. my god, we're like, we're like, we're like two steps away from from hearing. Shit, who are you? <laughs> why, what am I doing? Why, why am I in your car? What's going on? No, like, I, I mean, I'm well aware. I mean, yeah, I've had, a, I've had, I've had a, I've had a day. It's been, yeah, I, I don't remember saying. Like, I just say whatever I want. I like learning new words, and I like birds. So if you like words, birds, and woke shit, like listen to the show. Yeah, we're, we're, right, here I am. Your That's bird, your bird I mean, shit is amazing. I, love well, the bird. I, I, I for one, <laughs> am, am glad to have a another voice out there that's try, a, a a black voice out there in the podcasting world because mm-hmm. sometimes it can be a little bit too white sometimes in the podcasting world. So I'm, <laughs> next week we're having sure? on uh, our friend Tiffany Harding. So we Again, get a, yeah, a black nice. woman. So yeah, yeah. that'll be fun. She she's great. She's hilarious. She's so fun to have on the show. So, <laughs> oh yeah, no, like um, I mean honestly, like I've been me- I've been this has been like a a, a a phone tag of schedules. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I'm really glad that I could just even stop by and say what's up. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna go have dinner now. But uh, <laughs> sounds good, all right, man. We'll do. We, you, know, you enjoy your evening, Jay. We really but, appreciate your time. Yeah, no, like I appreciate you guys, and I, I I hate to cut it short, um, but I just need I need to get that quality time in. You know, quality time is important, like a motherfucker. Absolutely. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> I like that. I'm trying to hold hands and shit. You know what I mean? Aww. <laughs> Keep that alive, oh, man. Oh my heart! <laughs> oh my god, romance isn't dead. Ah, no, romance isn't dead. But before you, but before before you go, Jay. I just want to thank you for the 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 most sensual on stage hug I've ever had. No, we, we Yo, yeah, we did. <laughs> we fucked on. Stage. It was weird. <laughs> it was a bunch of atheists. Come That's on, cool. that's positive. That, but... that was a dope show. Bro. Dry docking up and that down the stage. That was an amazing show. Yeah. Hey, um, can I plug my show? Yeah, you absolutely. Have... Go for Please. it. Hey, uh, November eighteenth, uh, Saturday. I'm doing a show, one set. I'm going to be talking about my weird-ass life, uh, my weird-ass podcast, my weird-ass child, and um, just words and birds and dope shit. So That's that's everything that us and hopefully our audience are into. So, (laughs) You know, Jay, I could see you as doing, you could be the next John Leguizamo doing your one-man shows. Oh, Oh, John Leguizamo. He's a beast, a lot, very underrated. Yeah, people just see him as his acting, but his comedy, oh shit, his one-man shows were just fucking amazing. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> very underrated, so um, guys, thank you so much for having me. Uh, oh, no I problem, have- man. Thanks for, thanks for showing up. 